Guru Nation, welcome to episode 411 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, Chris and I actually do our Site Owner Academy. We had some technical difficulties, so sorry for the choppy audio at times. This was a live class that we were doing uh, for our site owners, and we were also broadcasting it on Instagram separately. So the audio, I was trying to pull the audio, whichever one sounded better and mix them up together. But uh, it's a, we talk about what I know now being a CRA that I wish I would have known when I started out being a site owner. So for those that don't know, I'm actually both. I own sites, I help sites, and I'm also a CRA and I help CRAs and people that want to be CRAs. So links are in the show notes for CRA Academy, CRC Academy. Uh, text me 949-415-6256 if you're interested in getting more studies for your site. But yeah, in this episode, we basically talked to site owners about what CRAs are actually thinking when they're monitoring their sites because there's a lot of misconceptions here So hopefully we squash a lot of these myths and misconceptions about CRAs also check out the patreon show uh, Patreon links in the show notes five dollars a month It's a monthly mastermind group and weekly videos on how to Im- increase your business opportunities using social media links are in the show notes Enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening Alright, so another excellent set of slides by Carlos for the Site Owner Academy. For those watching on Instagram, I will put this on YouTube and on the podcast later today. But basically, I mean, this is, could have been a webinar, Chris, and it's really for both of us because now you're dabbling in the CRA space as well. I mean, in the last two weeks, you've done what, two monitoring visits, right? This is correct. And I'm loving them, but yeah, two last week, a couple weeks. Yeah. So the topic is what I learned as a clinical research associate that I didn't know as a site owner. So by Chris Sauber and Dan Sperry, you like how Carlos put your name there? Yeah, you must have said something. I didn't. Really? <laughs> yeah, I kind of, maybe you told them, I don't know. I didn't tell them anything. I didn't say anything. All right, good, good. So Chris Sauber and Dan Ferris. So next slide, take it away. But before we go to the next slide, what did you learn? Like, what's the main thing you learned as a CRA that uh, you didn't know as a site owner and you kind of wish you did? Because I can kind of share my stories also. I mean, but you, nothing, you for- honestly, honestly, nothing comes to mind with that question. Um the only thing that comes to mind, but it's not answering your question, is it's very imperative, I think, that you take very good notes when you're monitoring. Because, okay. I mean, again, it has nothing to do with site owner, though. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? I think this question first came up in the Site Owner Academy, actually. This is why we're doing the presentation for the Site Owner Academy. But recently, I was interviewed by Daniel Regit. Uh, shout out to Daniel Regit. Maybe he's on the live stream. Uh, and if you guys have questions on the live stream, let us know. Put it in there. I will I will read it. Uh, so Daniel Regit, the CRA coach, he interviewed me on his channel. I interviewed him recently as well. And he actually asked me this again. So first time it was one of the Site Owner Academy students asked me, hey, what did you? What do you know now as a CRA that you didn't know as a site owner? 
and how do you apply that to being a site owner? So for me, it was the fact that the CRAs are really there to do a job and they're not really there to do anything else other right. than to do a job, right? Yep. So I used to think when I was a site owner that they were there to find something wrong. Like I, I had the wrong impression of them. I used to think that they were uh, just trying to find something wrong and they couldn't wait to find something wrong that we did so they could put it in their report and let the sponsor know. I was very paranoid. And when I became a CRA, I realized that that's the furthest thing from the truth. You actually don't want that as a CRA because it's more work for you. Like you really don't want to find something wrong at the site, like something major. You know, you want to find things here and there. Finding protocol deviations is even good because you want to catch those. But, like, finding something like, uh, you know, lack of PI oversight or just training issues or, like, systemic issues with the site, you don't want that as a CRA. You know, that's uh, that's not what you want uh, uh, as a CRA. That's just more work for you. Sure. But, I mean, I think you kind of have knew that prior to being a CRA, that CR- most CRAs are on the site side of things. Through your ally, not your enemy. I yeah, but so when I first started as a site owner, that's how the way I thought. Uh, when and then somebody's saying in Instagram, sometimes the CRA low key will tell the site how to correct things too. Yes, I do this all the time now as a CRA. Very low key, uh, we tell them what to do. But when I was when I started as a site owner, I didn't think so. And I slowly started interacting with more monitors. I slowly started to change my mind, but I didn't fully go on the other side of it until I became a CRA myself. Now, that's not to say some CREs aren't truly out to find those things. They want, they want to get your, your site in, and that's the, their quotes, in trouble. So they're, they go out of their way to try and find these things. Very few, but some do. Some do. It's absolutely correct. Um, and if you just came in on the site owner academy, we're muting everyone. But after I go live, we will unmute everyone so we can talk privately in the site owner academy after the presentation. Okay, so I guess we go to the next slide now. That was a good first slide. I don't know how many Carlos has. I think it's five. And shout out to Carlos for doing the quote, doing a great job on the quotes for Instagram and for landing a new job. Uh. Kind of thanks to me. Kind of, you know, I had a lot to do with it, this one. And you as well, to some extent, Chris. Uh, but, uh, I just talked to the doctor there and they love Carlos. Yep. So, and we're going to be working with him because we're, as CRAs, he'll be our coordinator now. So misconceptions about monitors. Many new sites that monitors are only interested in looking for findings. And this, you know, like you said, Chris, some of them actually are. But this is rare. Right. You don't, you, this is too much work for the CRAs. Somebody right. said, I love when CRAs catch things. I had a monitor to, uh, yeah, I had a monitor to, and then somebody said, yeah, Carlos, yeah. See, people are starting to follow Carlos on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's probably busy working, so I don't think he's on this right now. Right. So that when I knew CRA took over, they found so many errors that should have been caught. Exactly. So see, sites appreciate the fact that CRAs catch things uh, because when a new CRA comes or if the FDA auditor comes, you know, you kind of are relying on the CRA to catch these things. Okay. Exactly. So, yep. 
Yeah, go ahead. What, what did you want to say? No, I, I was just agreeing. Exactly. I mean, uh, what would you rather have? Serious findings from the FDA or CRA catch these things? I mean, of course. Uh, that's their job. That's their function. And that's what you want them to do as a site owner. You want them to prevent any findings from the FDA or as many as possible. That's right. So as far as like misconceptions about monitors, that's a big one. Um, this form of thinking is hard to change and could lead to many sites having little trust for monitors. This is true. And you know, the most underrated, and another quote I put on Instagram today, the most underrated relationship in all of research that nobody talks about ever, never outside of the industry are they going to talk about this, but even in the industry they don't talk about it, is the CRA-CRC relationship. It's the most underrated relationship in all Maybe all of life sciences. Okay, you, you need to have a good rapport with your coordinator or else really bad things can happen with the study, like the site just stops enrolling patients. Sure, or the CRC is unresponsive because they don't like discussing things with you as the CRA. I mean, there's all kinds of problems that can arise from a, a bad relationship there. Right. Another misconception is monitors are not to be trusted even if they act friendly. You know, this is, it's not, it's not true. Monitors should be trusted. They are your ally in this. Let them give you reason to, if you're a site, let them give you reason to not trust them first. Don't just go in there with the misconception that you're not going to trust them. But like Chris said, some of them are going to throw you under the bus. Right? But most don't do this. Most want to get their job done, get their report done, and go to the next site. And they don't really want problems. Yeah, I've been doing this for a dozen years. I've interacted probably well over 50 CRAs, probably 100. I've only known two. I've only known two that were genuinely out to, to get the site. Uh, good. Next slide. Next slide. This is good. I like these site owner academy slides. Somebody said it was a great idea we're doing these every week on the site owner academy. Okay. Monitor reports. Well, this is what monitors are typically concerned about. It's not what can they find, what can they get you on. It's completing their reports. Chris, you just completed two reports the other day. Okay. Uh, you're not thinking at all about how can I get the site in trouble here. No, it's, can I can I remember, because the notes weren't the greatest, can I remember the things that I didn't take note of and report them correctly? More concerned about what am I doing wrong or right opposed to what the site's doing wrong, right? Um, right. So that is your ultimate goal, to make sure the site's informed of all the things that that are not in line and need to be corrected at site level. Surely that's your job and function of the CRA. So you want to make sure and make them aware of these things, but it really falls on yourself. Are you doing your job correctly as a CRA? Remember site owners, okay? I just interviewed Pat Stone. He's a former FDA auditor. He, I think he has the record of most warning letters ever written by any FDA auditor. And I interviewed him for like the third time on the podcast. But last week was like the first time in seven years I interviewed him. And now he's no longer works for the FDA. He's a consultant, helps pharma companies. I asked him like, Hey, you know, if the FDA goes to audit a site and they find issues with that site, are they going to look at the monitor and the monitoring reports? He said absolutely 100% yes. They're going to start questioning who's the monitor, 
and the monitor can get in trouble because it's going to obviously go back to the sponsor. Right? Yeah, so that absolutely makes sense, and that's how it should be. If the CRA is not doing their job, then the, the site's going to have more difficulties, more problems. And the CRA should be held to blame, at least to an extent. Right. So when a, when a CRA is asking the site for stuff, they're not trying to give you a hard time. Yeah, Chris, you get disconnected by your back. CRA can help with recruitment, give tips, etc. So yes, CRAs are not trying to find things like give the sites a hard time. That's if you take anything away from this presentation, CRAs are not trying to do that. Um, you know, CRAs, but what, what surprised me when I interviewed Pat Stone was the FDA is also looking at CRA reports. So CRAs, you know, no wonder they're looking for all these things and asking sites to be compliant. It's not really that they're trying to be mean or difficult. They're just trying to do their job. They're not trying to get in trouble with their employer and they are not trying, definitely not trying to get in trouble with the FDA. So that, from that interview with Pat Stone, was my takeaway, take home message. My take home message to you site owners in this site owner academy is have a good working relationship with your CRA. Uh, what do you think, Chris? You're back. Glad to have you back, man. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could agree more. Um, again, I think CREs, for the most part, like to consider themselves as allies to the site not enemies, so yeah, anything that they're asking of the site is for the site zone good, really, and, and of course the CRA as well. Yep, uh, different types of reports, pre-study visit report, site initiation report. It's important to note here, usually the CRA will be different CRA for the site selection visit than for the initiation and the other visits. They usually send, not always, but usually they'll send somebody else for the pre-study selection visit, the PSSV, and then they'll send somebody else for the regular SIV and then the IMVs. And you'll have hopefully the same monitor for those for those visits for the duration of the study. But we all know CRA turnover is pretty high and that you're not guaranteed to, especially if it's a long-term study, you're not guaranteed to uh, continue with your CRA the entire time. Yeah, yeah, and then some are better than others, as you'll know as a site owner. Here's the thing as a site owner. One of the things, and I'm going to make it real practical for you guys, besides all the good relationships and all this stuff, sometimes you got to actually stay on top of your CRAs. So there was a situation I had when I was really in the trenches running the site uh, where our site hasn't gotten paid in like eight months. And I, I had to get to the bottom of why we're not getting paid. We had a lot of patients. We're entering data in the EDC. We're doing everything we're supposed to do. And you know what it was? It turned out the CRA forgot to click verified on every visit. I mean, she was monitoring the visits. She just wasn't checking a box on the bottom of every EDC page that triggers the payment. So it took me eight months to figure out with the project manager what's going on. We never suspected the CRAs, like, you know, and it, she wasn't doing it on purpose. She just, you know, probably nobody told her, hey, you have to check the box. And so you gotta, as a site owner, also stay on top of your CRAs. I always ask them, hey, you know, are, are you having to check a box for us to get paid? Or like, let me help you do your job better and you can help us get paid faster. It's good to have that kind of a working relationship with your monitor. 
Is there any other slide? This is monitor reports. Oh, there is more. So yeah, what 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 monitors want? You take it away, Chris. Now that you're a CRA, what well, monitors want? On my screen, the last bullet point blocked out. I can't see it, so I have to do that one. But I, anyhow, yeah, I can't see monitor. it either. I can't see it either. Just click hide. Click hide next to that thing. Uh, what monitors want? Monitors have an interest in making sure that the sites they work with know what they are doing. Well, absolutely. Their jobs are made much easier if the site knows what's going on and what they're doing. Monitor has to educate the site on every issue that occurs. That's going to make the job uh, much more difficult. <laughs> Let me wave to everybody here. Yeah, what what next? What do you think about this, Chris, If when you're a CRA? Sure. Now I mean, that you're monitoring almost as much as me now. You know? Oh, that's, hard, that's hardly even true. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I am monitoring more now um, than in the past. So, but certainly, I mean, if you have to educate and train a staff member repeatedly or all the staff at the site, um, it's going to leave very little time for you to actually do your true job in which you're reviewing the data. Um, right. Makes your job much more difficult, and it's not something most CREs probably want to deal with. So, I've encountered some CREs that are actually very good at this. Like, they don't seem to mind, they may even enjoy educating uh, a staff member, training them, essentially. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, they might enjoy that better that. than. Uh, you know, some monitors enjoy that better than, than doing SDV. I mean, let's face it, SDV is kind of boring. Yep, absolutely. You know, interacting. And here's something people don't really talk about. And it's hard for me and you to truly understand because we're not full-time CRAs at all by any stretch. I mean, even me. Like, I just have a few side projects that I con uh, I, I'm a consultant for another CRO. And then we own our own CRO. Like that's the only monitoring we do. We don't really travel that much. And whenever we do monitor, it's usually together, Chris. So, but yep. there's, you know, the CRA coach talks about this all the time. Like monitoring is actually lonely, especially during normal times when you're on the road, like four days out of the week, you're by yourself, you know, like you want to have that human interaction at the site level. And so it, oh, I'm not surprised monitor, you know, a lot of monitors prefer to train uh, staff take them under their wing when they're new you know I had a I had a monitor do that to me when I was new I also had another monitor when I was new that didn't take me under the wing uh, it was more like tough they tried to show tough love but it wasn't really there was no love at all involved in that relationship it's just, uh, just tough but yeah so you know that's something people don't really talk about but I think people need to talk about because I have people DMing me on Instagram all, all, all the time, CRAs saying, hey, you know, I had to take like a mental health break for a week, uh, you know, and, and my employer is kind of giving me a hard time because they need me to hit metrics and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's not easy work to be a CRA. People just look at the at the payments uh, or, or the salary, but, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So, so if you're a site owner, have the whole point of all this for the site owners is try to have some empathy. You know, I mean, especially during normal times when people are traveling, like 
you don't want to be rude to the CRA. You know, you don't know what kind of day they're having. Uh, so just try to have a good working relationship with them. That kindness goes a long way, a really long way. And Dan's absolutely correct. A lot of them are looking for that human interaction. I mean, I've dealt with a number of CRAs in which they'll sit there and talk to you for an hour and a half. Uh, nothing to do with the study at all. Right. So it's very common. Um, they seem to be quite lonely at times. At times. Yep. So ba bottom line, bad sites require more work for the monitors. Good sites don't have too many pending action items which can lead to escalation or meetings to resolve site problems. So let me break it down for you guys, site owners here. As a CRA, when I go monitor a site and I have a site that is, has outstanding action items for like six months or more, it starts to reflect poorly on me at this point. You know, and I'm a, I'm a cool CRA, like I'm not gonna give you a hard time as a site. I'm there to do my job. And that's it, you know, but at some point, even the cool ones are going to get a little more hardcore because it's now it's starting to reflect poorly on me. And so you don't want that as a site. Like there's some sites I've monitored. I will not recommend again. Right. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I won't recommend under the same circumstances. They would have right. to make some changes. Uh, I'd probably have to have a conversation with the PI, but yeah, absolutely. And I haven't monitored that many sites. Yeah, that's why I'm fighting this kind of surprising, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the bottom line, guys. So is there any more slides or is that it? Um, yep. Somebody says, I can attest that they will talk to you for human interaction, LOL. Yes, and oh, yeah. CRA wants oh, to see the action items are taken care of timely, exactly. So now we're going to stop recording, Chris. We're going to no, stop. We oh, we have one more slide. Hey, you guys are lucky uh, on Instagram. We got one more slide, so stay tuned. Put your comments there. Dealing with monitors. Sites should be willing to work with their monitors because they are not trying to shut you down. Most monitors would prefer not to have findings major deviations or queries because it makes their reports longer. So if we haven't said it already, here it is in text form that you can read when you're on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, you're listening. Thank you very much. Subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend about it. We lost Chris again, but it's okay because we're done with the uh, slides. And on Instagram, uh, what's up, Vic? My brother is visiting. From North Carolina, 49er coach Vic, how's it going? I had a CRA tell me they had to issue queries because he was being questioned by his superiors on why he isn't issuing queries, and you, the site hardly had any queries. Yeah, I mean, sometimes a CRA is not an easy job. Like, even if your sites are good and you're resolving, the best CRA actually resolves most of the problems before they leave uh, the site for the day. So the best CRAs actually take care of the action items before they even leave. So this person saying that their CRA was so good, they weren't issuing queries because everything was getting taken care of in real time, right? And uh, and then it, their superior, their lead, their lead CRA was telling them, hey, why are you not having more queries? So, you know, you can never satisfy 
your people as a CRA, but um, uh, it's a tough job. So as a site owner, have some empathy. Now we're going to – anything you want to add, Chris? Wrap up the recording here? No, no. I think uh did a good job covering it. All right, so Instagram, we're going to go up because now we're going to have some private conversations on the Site Owner Academy. So, hey, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, and also go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, you can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.